0: So, Madoka episodes, uh, seven through nine. Yeah. A fun yeah. time for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn, these bitches be gay, spooky. They be so yeah. gay! They very gay. They so gay! Fuck you. Yeah. And traumatized. Yeah. Just like us! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, everything will be fine in the end. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Monica, so that was something, mm-hmm. wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. These have it's like two of my favorite scenes from the the series in them, like these three episodes. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: I I'm just before I really get into it, I just want to say like I am pleasantly surprised at how things actually happen, <laughs> and like. It doesn't peter around, like, there aren't scenes that mean nothing, there aren't, like, bits of plot that don't really go anywhere, it's like, it all serves the purpose of propelling the story in its own sort of little way. I I think it just uh,
2: helps that, like, this entire story happens with a span of, like, what is it, like, a
0: week, or, like, a couple weeks? Uh, it's from... March 20... Wait, hold on, let me get <laughs> you this You have right. exact days! Of course you know the exact <laughs> fucking day. Uh, It's like March to mid-April, but I have to remember that's That's exactly. still like a
2: couple weeks is what I'm getting at here. Like, it's a very yeah, yeah, short yeah. amount of it's time not... for all this to happen.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, Sayaka walks into a room. Interesting, I know. Someone asked why the long face... Then... And then, has a go at QBay being like, hey, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell us, you creepy fuck? And QBay uh, was like, hey, well, I mean, like, I, I mean, I kinda told you, but like, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but like, it's what you signed up for. And I mean, hey, mommy didn't know until the very end, so like, like it's not <laughs> mommy like, mommy didn't like, know I at all. Specifically from you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hmm, um, Yeah. So it's like, really this is on you Sayaka mm-hmm. um <laughs> anyway Kube uh, explains more and is like hey you humans, girls normal school girls are really soft and squidgy and easy to break so in order to make you a magical girl to survive the pain that you go through we take your jelly and we jam it into like a tiny receptacle! So now, basically, all of you is in this egg, and then we put some steel plates around your body. So now you, your body's a steel trap. You're a, you're a steel-trap zombie. Um, whoops. Y- you're not okay with that, Sayaka? Oh, sh- damn. Well, you already signed the contract, buddy. Oh, sorry about that. And Sayaka's like, what the f- like, why? Why do this? And then Qb is like, hey, like, listen, you don't feel pain. Like, Imagine you got speared, like, had a spear go through your chest. Like, you wouldn't really feel it that much. But, hey, this is what happens if you f- actually felt it. And, like, puts his little paw on the soul gem. And Sayaka writhes around on the floor being like, Ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ee, ah, ooh, 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 stop, please, ah, ooh, ooh, that tickles. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, Just kidding, she's in an immense pain. Um. Uh, anyway, Sayaka is just like, why do this? what's the fuck and is like I mean your wish hasn't really come true yet either so like I mean we've gotta make that happen <laughs> Um. so then we cut to Marika at school and uh oh hey Sayaka just isn't at school cause you know she's under her blankets traumatized and shit uh whoops it turns out, you know, dying and then coming back and then realizing that you're kind of a zombie is kind of traumatizing. What? Um, Who
0: would have thought? All <laughs> <I know>, right.
1: <laughs> and then uh, Homura meets up with Madoka, and Homura is just like, "Listen, honestly, I think the gem shit's a pri- uh, a fair price to pay. I mean, like, nothing's free. Like, this, this is this is the price. Like, you get a wish, and you you become this fighting machine. Like, the price you pay is that you become." you have one incredibly delicate part of you that you need to protect like it it hurts but it, it serves a its purpose and disconnects you so you can focus on what's important um, also it was like with great power comes great responsibility Martaka and you know don't confuse responsibility with compassion don't 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 mm-hmm. don't, don't. Don't Okay, don't, don't. please. Don't. It's don't. really Martica, listen to me. Martica, listen to me. It's really important <laughs> that you don't confuse responsibility with compassion and make a huge mistake, okay? And Marika's like, What? I'm the Joker. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because Martica's like, What? I don't like society anymore. Um we cut to Kyoko who's trying to cheer Sayaka up and is like, hey, come with me. And Sayaka's like, depressed, emotionless. Okay, yes, sure, we'll do. Um, Kyoko takes her to an abandoned church and tells her the story about, hey, there was priest here. Long story short... He lost his uh, congregation And everyone sort of left And he was excommunicated from the community And everything was terrible for them And hey, it was my dad, by the way uh, And we were Just by the way Worse off w- Yep, yeah, just by the way uh, We were worse off for it And then q came to me And I made my wish to make make people listen to my dad again Um, and people came back in droves and listened to him, and it was great, everything was great, until my father found out that they came back due to magic that was my doing, and said uh, that... essentially said some mean things to Kyoko, uh, corrupting influence, etc., etc., what the fuck have you done? Like, this is all a lie. He then drank his life away, uh, also killed his entire family and himself, uh, and Kyoko puts... The spin, well, puts the moral on the message of, uh, hey, Sayaka, my wish destroyed my entire family. That's why you need to be careful with your wishes. Because miracles aren't free. Like, th- this is just how it works. Like, you don't get anything for free. Things will just. There's a price for everything. Yeah. Everything has its price. We live in a society. Yeah, she... um, yeah, she's we live like, in a society. she's
0: like, you know, we made our wishes for other people, and that was probably kind of dumb, but now you have to make the best yep. of it.
1: Mm-hmm. yep and th- yeah, that's it it's like this is why you make yeah. your wishes for yourself and use your magic only for yourself and I want to help you with that like I don't want you to spend like it took me ages to figure out how to do it myself I want to help like you so you don't have to go through that alone like y- use your magic only for yourself um, and is like hey you know those apples you're eating how'd you pay for them and Kyoko's like what uh, shut up so cuz like exactly like i like i'm <laughs> i still have my sense of morality like you you say that things will be easy but it's like well <sighs> what's involved in with being a magical girl having to sacrifice people like this having to fight like this is is just not i i'm i'm not up to it i'm not i can't do this and like I, I don't conform to your moral standards that you have because I I hold myself to higher esteem. Um, which, you know, Kyoko gets angry at and eats an apple. Mm-hmm. And when she's like, you don't need to eat. And she's like, I do it to feel human. <laughs> 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 Essentially. Uh, and Sayaka leaves and is like, hey, you're welcome to try and kill me again, Kyoko, but uh, you're not going to win. Like, I'm, you're not... I'm. You're not gonna win. I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat you. you there's no way you're gonna win. Um, Sayaka then goes back to school and pretends everything's fine with Marika. And Marika's like, "Ha ha. Okay, you're fine, I guess." Um, and oh hey, uh, the her boyfriend, who's not her boyfriend. Wow. What? 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 Turns out she hasn't even confessed to him. What? He's back at school, and she's like, "Oh." And Marika's like, hey, you should go talk to him. And she's like, but no. I'm, I like, how? How can I? Uh, and then Sayaka sits down with uh, uh, Hitomi. And Hitomi's like, hey, I have something to confess. I'm a lesbian. No. Um, <laughs> what she does confess is that she's in love with Kamijo. And she's like, hey, I don't want to step over your feelings or anything, like, I don't want to cut in line if you're actually going to act on anything, but you got to be true to yourself, Sayaka, I'll give you one day to confess to him, otherwise, like, I'm going to confess to him tomorrow, so I'm giving you one day. If you confess before then, I won't say anything, but, like, hey, I, I'm not going to wait forever. Uh, Sayaka is like, what? I don't I don't love him, what? Actually, actually,
0: I'm pretty
2: sure Hitomi's just like, no, you have one day. And regardless if Sayaka tells him, I think she was also going to tell him. I don't think basically, there was any caveat of her being like, Uh, oh, you need one day to do it before me first. And you get to get him first, basically. Yeah, basically. That she's makes
0: like, a lot more sense. Yeah, basically. She's like, hey, ask him out. You know, if he goes out with you, he goes out with you. And if not, then I'm going to hit
1: him up. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Sayaka's like, but you, what? Oh my god, what? No, this is fine. Everything's fine. Um, Sayaka then goes out on a night in the town, um, and Madoka's at her door again, and is like, hey, can I come with you? And Sayaka just breaks down immediately. He's like, why are you so nice to me? This just, this isn't fair. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve you. Like, I, you're too nice. This isn't This isn't right. Um, and Madoka's like, what? <laughs> um and Saika's like, hey, I had this really intrusive thought, like that con- constantly running through my head of just like, what if I just didn't save For Tomi back at the that warehouse? What if I just let her die? Everything would be fine, like she wouldn't be trying to to love the boy that I love. Mm. But even if I was with him, it doesn't make it doesn't matter because. He's never going to be able to hold me or love me, because, I mean, I'm just this fucking zombie now. Like, how... I'm a husk. How can he love me when I am this? I am no longer human. I am just this complete alien now. Um, and is like, What? <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Sure. Um, oh, boy. Uh then we cut to Homura and Kyoko hanging over a a building sort of staring out into the night sky and Kyoko's sitting there looking at some grief seed labyrinth explosion and Homura's like what do you in?" and Kyoko's like damn she's taken fucking forever um we cut to inside and uh Sayaka is fighting the witch inside um and is doing uh, middlingly okay but then Uh, Kyoko comes in to help her, and Sayaka's like, Stay back, bitch! This one's mine! And Sayaka demands to fight it alone, because she finally snaps. Uh, Kyoko helping her out was... She was already teetering on the edge, but Kyoko coming in to help her out, because, you know, she thought Sayaka couldn't do it alone, and, well, even just from a point of, like, wanting to help out Sayaka, um, makes Sayaka snap. uh, Because, you know, she's been told this entire thing of, like, Marika's more powerful than you. Like, everyone's more powerful than you. Like, you need people to help you. Uh, You can't do this alone. Um, And it causes her to snap. She goes completely psychopathic, uh, kills the witch, and whilst doing so, acknowledges and screams that, hey, if I just don't care, everything's so much better. Everything's better if I just don't care anymore. Like, it, it's so much easier to just not care, and uh she loses herself completely to being a magical girl, and completely lets go of her humanity. Um Completely disconnecting her, and you know, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Sayaka has, uh, you know, yeah.
0: Oh, a mm-hmm. wee bit of trauma. A wee bit
2: of trauma. That's, just, a, just a little. It's fine. She'll be fine. They're gonna, listen, this is a magical girl anime, so they're gonna work together and help each other out and get through this. That's how it works. Well, we haven't
1: gotten to the inflation episode. That is yeah, in the intro. we, so, we really yeah. need to. Um, oh, also, we should probably mention, Spooky, do you want to mention the really fun fact you found out, by the way? Oh, magical girls! Yeah, genre? so
0: I was looking up things about uh, Madoka and magical girls last night because that's what I do in my free time, and uh, <laughs> I f- found out that the magical magical girl genre became a thing because of <laughs> because the first person to make a magical girl series was influenced by the show Bewitched, mm-hmm. uh, which, if you don't know, is a uh, what like nineteen? Is it nineteen sixties, nineteen fifties sitcom? Uh,
1: yeah, I believe sixties. Yeah. Uh, nineteen uh, yep, sixty-four. Nineteen yeah. sixty-four to seventy-two.
0: So it was uh, the first magical girl anime. was Sally the Witch, and it all spawned from there. So we can thank Bewitched for modern. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and when when spooky told me, I was like, that doesn't sound right. right? Like I want to find a source on this. So like we spent like half an hour trying to find a source yeah. and then it was from the author of the original themselves <laughs> yeah. So yeah this is just my main influence mm-hmm. yeah and it's like what what so if you like modica uh thank Bewitched <laughs> mm-hmm. yes
0: like it I was mentioned again it's funny because I used to watch Bewitched with my grandma when I was a kid so it's like it's just like kind of a funny connection like that thing it makes so much is, sense for like, me yeah, is now yeah, like the was same. the influence for my like one of my favorite genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so
2: we see anyway. Sayaka being a murderous shit, and the entire labyrinth falls apart. Sayaka heals all her wounds, picks up the seat, and she's like, "Nah, I don't need it. You can have it, Kyoko." And and Kyoko's like, <laughs> "And I don't want to be in your <laughs> debt." Let's go, Badoka. Wait, no, I'm really tired. Help me walk, please. Uh, it's rainy, and they're resting on a bench, and Badoka doesn't want Sayaka fighting. The way she is, and you're lying. It, it totally does hurt you. Totally. And it's not good for you. And she's like, what the fuck is good for me, Madoka? How would you know? You're not a fucking magical girl. I'm a talking corpse. All I do is kill witches. What the fuck do you want from me? And Modo's like, I just want you to be happy. And Sayaka so like, goes, alright, then you fight then, bitch. Stop fucking trying to pity me and just... Like, try to empathize with me by becoming a magical girl and fighting with me. Because I don't- I'm the only one who's doing this right now. And you're just sitting on this fucking bench being like, don't do it! Sort of shit. And then there's a whole scene where she's standing in Madoka's tears and then walks away. (laughs) And she's like, no, I'm so sad that I I said those things. No! And then we see her soul gem get a little bit darker. Inside, uh- Hamra's room not Honduras thank you Hamra's room
1: (laughs) we go to we cut to Honduras yeah for a lovely tourist package I
2: I love when Google Docs recorrects like words in anime podcast it's the best (laughs) there's a guillotine in here and her and Kyoko are talking about well knocked. and Qb shows up and is like Kyoko is like what the fuck why are you here? And he's like, I just wanted to say that Sayaka's already pretty much a witch and losing her shit and cursing the world around her. Uh, so that's bad. But also uh, I want to know what Hamra's magic is because it's weird how many things you know, Homura. Hmm, I'm gonna go now. And apparently if Sayaka doesn't purify her gym soon, there's gonna be no going back. The next day, teacher's drinking more vodka in her coffee. Sayaka isn't that's there. Right. Hell yeah. Madoka uh, calls to Sayaka's house and they're like, yeah, she hasn't been here for like a couple days? So, I don't know. Um, And of course Sayaka's watching this from afar and the two of them talk and uh, uh, watching the two uh, friend friend and boyfriend talk and she's watching them doki-doki, basically, like the confession. And she's like, I'm depressed now. Uh, which transition? well, more depressed, into Sayaka going batshit crazy for another, in another witch labyrinth and murdering everything. Meanwhile, Hamra walks up and says, hey, Can you I... really don't need to target I... familiars, only
1: witches. So. Real quick, I just want to jump in because that scene of Sayaka going batshit is such a, 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 a great. Uh, visual representation of what's going on in her mind as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's, uh, she's essentially drowning over the edge at this point. Well, th- not the drowning part yet. Uh, that, <laughs> that is definitely part of it. Um, but, uh, well, okay, it is. But she's completely over the tipping point at this point, and now she's essentially tying up loose ends with her own humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, basically ensuring to herself, like, yes, like, this is the right decision. Like, this is all fallen apart. This is all a mistake. Everything's fallen apart. Like, she even outright says things like, uh, this life of being a magical girl is a a zero-sum game. Like, with with all the hope you give, grief just fills it. Mm -hmm. With all the grief you take away, like... They it will like it will always reset back to zero. There will always be pain. Yeah. Um. And so I in believe this they scene, worded
2: it as like as soon as you give something, has to take to make it like balance. And yeah, the Fullmetal Alchemist. Sum. Um. What it, is it? It has to add to zero. Equivalent exchange.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I mean by zero sum. Because she mentioned zero sum too, which is for those who don't know, um, is a game theory concept where. Uh, all the values in play have to add to zero. In the end, uh, everything adds to zero. So, in order for someone to win, someone has to lose. In order for someone to earn something, someone has to lose something. So, it, because it all adds up to zero. Mm-hmm. That's what a zero sum game is. Um, there's a lot to do with it, but um, <laughs> Sayaka is. That's the view that Sayaka is taking on the world and on being a magical girl right now. So, you have her drowning not just in her sorrows, but in her own lost thought, losing her mind and humanity at the truth of what she really is and what she has done to herself.
0: Yeah. And even Uh, the cinematography in that scene is very like chaotic. It's like turning and Mm. like, as she's hitting, It's... it's like different, like just different camera angles, like different panning shots and stuff. It's, it's all very like disorienting. And even the coloring of like w- the uh familiar's labyrinth that she's in is like very like dark with like like colors that that clash in the background and things too. Mhm.
1: And and it's like okay, she is by not only is she like trying to get over her humanity by continuing to be a magical girl and letting out her aggression on the on in these labyrinths, but also Every strike she does, she's also destroying her own memories, in a sense. Like, she's not getting rid of them, but she's, like, replacing them right. and mm-hmm. and replacing herself no longer with Sayaka, but the magical girl Sayaka. Yeah. Like, she is, like, every slice, every attack, she is going deeper and deeper and deeper into this worldview that she has lost herself in, and has been spoiler, set up to be lost in mm-hmm. um, by a lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> continue, dear. Um.
2: Well, uh, her gym is basically at its limits, and Homura even gives her a grief seed, which she refuses. She's like, I'm gonna be a different magical girl. Someone who doesn't use people. And I'm only here to kill and witches and then I'm okay with just dying. If that's what it evolves into. It's a zero sum. Yeah. What Gam said. Saka of course. She, yeah, can. She,
1: yeah. <laughs> God damn it. She, she essentially goes into this rant of like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be different. I'm not going to use M magic at all. Like, like I'm not going to harm people. And then Homer is like, but then you're not going to be a magical girl. Cause you're going to die. And Saka is like, yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, Yes. Yeah, she's like, like I'm not
0: seeking rewards, so that's I refuse the end to point. take rewards. so Yeah, it's yeah. like,
1: I. that's the end point, I know it is, and I want it. Yep. It's Saika's like, like, if I can't she... fight
0: witches anymore, then I'm worthless anyway, so... Because that's all yep. I am now. And... I'm not human, I am just a witch hunter, and that is it. Yeah. Mood! Anyway, keep going. Uh-huh. Um, And Saka's like,
2: well, you're just lying to literally everyone. Like, I could literally see through you. And you don't care about me. All you care about is maybe, like, Madoka or whatever. But then Homura says, this has everything to do with Madoka. And uh, I actually don't care about you, so I'm going to kill you. And <laughs> and she she really was that bitch and
0: was like, you just don't care about me. And Homura was like, yeah. yeah. And I, well, I believe in the, she- in the dub, Homura says, you're right, I don't give a damn if you die. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, Homura.
1: I-, I- I, I believe it is because she, she's saying like, because she's like, you're just going to do this to Madoka, you're going to cause all this grief and then because like, this has nothing to do with Madoka and Mama is just like, it has everything to do this with is, Madoka. Yeah, and this is like, the first
0: time in the series that you actually see Homura's like thoughts towards Madoka, right? Like yeah. prior yeah, to, like you know she's trying to get her to stop being a magical girl, but you don't really get it. And then this scene she's really like, Madoka is literally is. the most important fucking person and if I, if killing you will help, like, relieve any grief yeah. from her, then I'll do it. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's oh. like,
1: like, if you're going to be like, that, like, yeah, I don't care about you. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for Madoka. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. th- like, Sayaka, I couldn't give a shit about you. Like, if you live or die, it doesn't matter to me unless it affects Madoka, in which case it is right now. So you're going to go bye bye now. <laughs> <laughs> mm
2: hmm. Um, so Hamra, like, goes to kill her. Kyoko stops her. Uh, Sayaka leaves, and then Hamra drops a fucking grenade. Uh, meanwhile, Sayaka's on a train listening to how women are horrible human beings by these two guys that are in the corner, and having lived through that, it's disgusting as shit. It hurts more the second time I hear it. Uh, Sayaka comes up, She's Hey, tell me more about that girl you were talking about. She probably loves you. Did you ever thank her? what the fuck is this world even worth protecting and then uh her hand starts to meld over with the grief and from her ring and she murders them off screen meanwhile kyubi is talking to madoka and says it's beyond my power to save sayaka it's not madoka asks if she'd be the strongest magical girl and he goes yeah you would uh your power is so much and twist the fabric of the universe Madoka's like, I thought I was useless. I could literally become god. And he's like, yeah. Uh, Madoka nearly makes her wish, and Kyuubi gets fucking shot to pieces. And then asks Madoka why... Ask w- Madoka why she, must she always sacrifice herself like she doesn't matter. Homura does. Yeah, she asks Madoka why she must always sacrifice herself like she doesn't matter. Yeah. And starts crying over her. Madoka's like, fucking what? Gets kind of staticky-brained and then goes, have we met? I don't remember you. I need to find Sayaka. Bye. And then QB's okay. Alive again. But eats his old dead body, Ham? And, <laughs> and, and Hamra has revealed to Qb at this point that she is time magic. And he's like, you're not from this timeline, are you? And she's like, mm. and then she calls him an incubator, and no one knows what that means right now. But Kyoko comes up to find Sayaka and tries to comfort (laughs) her, and she's like, I don't care about anything anymore. And Sayaka shows that her gym is pretty much pure black now, and she's like, oh fuck, I'm an idiot. Starts crying, I fucked up so bad! And she becomes a witch, and blows away her lifeless body off to the side. And Qb mentions... Uh, in a single scene, that girls in this world who are made to be witches should be
0: called magical girls, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, young young women in this world are called girls, so therefore it makes sense since when you become you older, you'll become witches. We would call you magical girls. Smile, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Yeah. Can we also talk really quick about the fact that Cubey's name is literally incubator? It's literally mm-hmm. in in the way, yeah, yeah. which is fun. It's just a fun little thing. It's like, oh. Oh, I oh, never realized that, did I? <laughs> fun little fun. Um, I, I didn't realize huh. it in my first watch through. I didn't realize it until I think I saw the movie. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
1: real quick, before we go any further, we need to talk about the Sayaka realization scene. Cause yes. I, I, I feel like she doesn't realize that everything she's done in, like, like the past day or so was a mistake. I, I actually, I think she's so far gone. Like, cause when in the scene where we see her kill, well, don't see her, uh, kill two guys. Yeah. After her hand gets filled with the staticky, you know, grief. Mm-hmm. Um, you see it for like a, like half a second, uh, a frame, few frames of her full body, uh, growing with the grief as well over her entire body until you see her psychotic eye uh, sort of cover as well and then the scene cuts. Um, but it's like, it's sort of this, she comes to this realisation of, it, it, it's not even a realisation, it's more just the culmination of everything she's been thinking the past few days, of like, I don't, reg- like, not I regret everything I've done with like killing these people and realizing what I have about the world. It's, I regret being a magical girl because it's shown me the truth. I think it's,
0: she regrets, I think it's both. I think it's both, right? Like, because she is so far gone from her initial goal of what she wanted to do as a magical girl, but also she regrets being a magical girl at all. Uh, Because I think she specifically even says, like, what would mommy think of me if she saw me right now? Like,
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's
0: like, she's just regretting every decision she has made and realizing that she, that her goals were unobtainable goals. You know what I mean? Like, that's...
1: Yeah, and it's sort of, like, because, like, I'm now realizing that, like, this was all a a terrible mistake. Like, I was, almost like, she's like, there was no way I could have, yeah like i i i was so dumb yeah like she even says i was so stupid yeah like to think that i could do this and not fail like i wish i never did it yeah
0: and like prior to that like directly before that she tells kyoko like you were right i should have listened to you Mm -hmm. but i was just kind of too stubborn to do it it's so good i think we also need to talk a little bit about homura uh the homura scene with
1: Yeah. When that, um.
0: Yeah. She fucking blasts QV to another dimension and then is like, Madoka, why do you keep. Why do you always want to sacrifice yourself? Stop it. You're yep. important. You mean something to people. Don't do mm-hmm. this. Uh, and yeah, it's. Yeah. Have like, you
1: not thought about the grief you'd cause other people? Yeah. And it's. By like sacrificing yourself like this. Yeah.
0: And, and it's the first time we really see Homura, like, show. Emotion. emotion yeah I,
1: I literally have it written in my notes just homura shows an emotion
0: yeah like she yeah she starts crying and she's like madoka please and madoka just kind of like rejects her in that moment like homura is like on the ground crying and madoka's like sorry i have to go find sayaka and and homura's yelling like wait madoka
1: like and it's just good. Yeah, so she's like, good. don't, like, Sayaka's gone. Don't, yeah, like, yeah. don't chase after Sayaka. Like, it stop. Yeah. Like, Madoka, Mado- Mado- please. Yeah, and then
0: finding out, uh, like, you know, Kyubei's saying, you're not from this timeline, are you? So it's like, oh, Homura cares about Madoka. Uh, and uh, Madoka yeah, in this timeline has no fucking idea. Yeah. Uh, so it's, like, really yeah. good. Like, Homura's, like, despair and Madoka, please, I'm trying to save you. You mean so much to me and then Modica being like sorry i have to go find the person that i care about right now uh who is my best friend yeah is. Uh, so it's really timeline good who yeah, is. and like the split second of of Madoka being like wait have we met before like the the timelines like kind of converge there for a second where where Modica like almost remembered
1: yeah uh yeah.
0: do you remember episode 1 the opening scene
1: yep uh very specific oh oh you mean the the sort of flash forward bit yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i when we get to the end of episode 9 i'll talk about like cuz during the commentary there's a whole section in episode 9 where i was like wait a minute okay oh yeah okay. oh so well, we to let's go. I, let's go into i'm actually
2: oh. i'm actually more well no yeah go ahead finish episode 9
1: cuz we need to talk about what happens in episode yeah, 9 we before I we start do. making wild accusations yes. and speculations yes um so episode nine opens. Hey, remember when Sayaka fucking died? uh yeah, that just happened um so hey, just like QB said uh, to the audience, uh, a labyrinth is born out of Sayaka and uh whoops whoops. Hey, he- here's a really cool intro. Remember the inflation episode? <laughs> um <laughs> uh we cut to uh shots of the city. It's empty city's completely empty, Marika uh, walking uh, wait, sorry, I just accidentally skipped a few lines uh, sorry c- forget the city bit, cause first Kyoko's inside the labyrinth next to Sayaka's dead body, cause you know, that just exploded um, and Kyoko's like I'm gonna f- fight this witch, what the fuck just happened uh, and Homura's like bitch, get the fuck out of here, we need to run now we're not gonna be able to do shit, like just it's not worth, just mm-hmm. get out of here and Kyoko's like, what? Uh, fine, whatever. They escape, and then the intro begins. Sorry, I don't know why I just completely glossed over those lines. Anyway, um, the city's completely empty. Monica's walking alone through the city uh, on the railway tracks, essentially. Um, and as she gets to a literal train crossroads, um, Homura and Kyoko arrive with Sayaka's body. Um, and... <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that they're literally standing on a crossroads. Um, uh, Homura reveals to Madoka the whole Soul Gem to Grief Seeds bit, uh, and is essentially like, hey, in in the end, we all turn into Grief Seeds. All magical girls turn into Grief Seeds in the end. Like, that's just, that's that's how it ends. Like, we all die. Like, that's, that's how you're gonna die. Um, and and Madoka's just like, but Sayaka was so pure! She had such a sense of justice! She wanted to... She was good! She wanted to be like this! She wanted to help the world! And Homura's just like, trauma, bitch! <laughs> um, and basically says to Madoka, listen... Ba- like... Kind of like what Sayaka said about a zero-sum, it's like, for every person she helped, there's now... She, as a witch, she will now curse another. It is... Basically, as Sayaka said, like, she will hurt more people than she helped because of the way that she's become a witch now, and that's just what she is. And, you know, zero-sum games. Hey, the universe always resets to zero. Um, I'm sure that doesn't come into play any other factor in this show. (laughs) Not at Um, all. uh, So, (laughs) Homura is back to being emotionless, uh, and Kyoko grabs her and is like, what the fuck? Like, What? You're just gonna act like, you can't just, like, Sayaka just died and you're, like, acting like this still. Like, can you give us some straight fucking answers and, like, be a decent human being, essentially. Um, to which, uh, Homura just says, hey, you need to get rid of that body. Don't be seen with it, or else, you know, you'll, like, things will be complicated. Uh, and then just swishes her hair and, uh, walks away. Um, we cut to Monica being traumatized in her bed, um, sitting on her bed, just absolutely mourning the loss of her best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, bright light at the window, and we see the shadow of Cubey come into focus. And he's like, "Hey, let me in, let me in, let me in. I want to talk. Let me in." And Monica's like, "What is is what Homura said about like the witches thing true?" And Cubey's like, yep. And she's like, what? Like, you didn't tell us this. And he's like, I mean, I did, a, like, I, I kind of, like, it's kind of ob- odd. Like, really, this is on you, Madoka? Like, I mean, we didn't, like, this This is just how things work. Like, this isn't out of any ill will towards, like, you or, or, or Sayaka or even humanity in general. Like, this is just how things work. Like, it. there are bigger things at play here, Madoka. Like, the balance of the universe is kind of at stake with a lot of this like hey by the way do you understand the concept of entropy <laughs> yep morka's like what and cube is like listen we long past the point of the universe of of entropy destroying the universe so we had to come up with block comp- block form computation and that's why on Logopolis we have these people constantly computing numbers in order to keep the universe alive and channeling the entropy into e-space. Sorry, I'm talking about a Doctor Who episode. Oh. Um, <laughs> Cubate talks about <laughs> the fact that hey, yeah, there is only podcast. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is, Martika ripped off Doctor Who, and uh, I will be sending this to the BBC to sue them. Um, yeah, because entropy
0: uh, is a concept that Doctor Who came up with. Of
1: course, only <laughs> Doctor it is, Who. It is, it is. It, legally, it is. Um, uh, so, uh, q essentially goes on to say, hey, uh, magical girls are basically the only power known to essentially bypass the laws of thermodynamics. Um, a boundless energy can come from the power of magical girls. So, my people, uh, lawyers, developed... Uh, technology to essentially harness the power of emotions and, and sort of the 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 yeah. raw emotional power that a, a magical girl channels it's very, and It's hey, it's
0: more specifically the moment they become a witch is when the energy is
1: yes yeah, He, yeah, he kind of overtly says that in two places. Um, and he's like, listen, you humans are so emotional. Jesus, fuck, you have so many emotions, like, Monica, like you, like you could like you could power like Chicago for twenty years, (laughs) um. (laughs) And he's like the best. The best ones are like second grade magical girls who fluctuate between hope and despair. And is like essentially Monica when a grief seed, uh, when your soul gem turns into a grief seed, it releases a shit ton of energy, and uh, that's real tasty. We like that. That's some good shit, and. That's the life cycle of the magical girl. Nim 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 you, nim nim nim. you ensure you you fight the witches. The witches die, release the en uh, well. The witches die after re- essentially resetting the balance to zero through the good they did as a magical girl, and then the magical girl then becomes a witch, releases the energy. They harness the energy, and then the cycle begins again. It is a cycle of energy and. Exploitation in a way, which Madoka kind of points out, is like, what the fuck? So I'm just a battery to you, essentially. I'm just to die for you. And Kyube is like, listen, Madoka, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Um, We all need energy in the universe, and, like, your sacrifice is worth it. Like, there are countless civilizations in the universe. How would you, like, feel when, like, like, your civilization's gonna get up there someday? Like, how would you feel if you got up there and there was nothing left? Because. Like energy just ran out because of the fact that Entropy is a bitch. Um, and Madoka's like, but how can you say that it's okay? Like, how how can you say that this is, like, fine? How do you live with yourself? And Cube's like, well, we get your permission. You signed a contract. So that means you were okay with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, there's 6.9 billion people on the planet. Nice. Why <laughs> should you cry over the loss of a handful, Madoka? Like, it's it's only a handful of people. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but like, in the grand scheme of things, like the amount you're good you're doing, like for the universe as a whole, like it's it's worth it. Trust me, just just trust me, Monica. Madoka. Monica's like, wow, you really are kind of an enemy then. Like, I guess Homer was right. Um, and Cubey is just like, you're already your incredible good has done so much for the universe. Um, foreshadowing, uh, one day you'll also like be the best magical girl and also the most wicked witch. Good luck, then. Uh, if you ever feel like dying for the universe, give me a call. That's not even me paraphrasing. He yeah. literally says that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that he says that. Um, as he's leaving the window. Um, uh, then we cut to Kyoko, who's eating a lot of food. Uh, and is like, hey, why are you eating? And Kyoko's like, because I'm sad, bitch. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
1: and Kyubei's like, listen, like, you know... Maybe there is a way that you could save Sayaka. Like, here, let me just... And Kyoko's like, hmm. I mean, are you sure? Like, I, I don't trust you. is like, come on, come on, trust me, trust me, come on. I want to help you out. Come on, come on, come
2: on, come on. Come
1: on, I have no ulterior motives. I mean, it's me. I'm a little guy. I'm, I'm Look at me. I'm, I'm a little guy. Come on, don't beat me up. I'm a little guy. Um, Kyoko's like, hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Just because like, I want to save Sayaka, um, we cut to Marika talking with Tommy, Hitomi, and Tommy's like, "Marika, why are you sad?" And, and Marika's just like, "Tommy, I'm depressed." And <laughs> Hitomi's like, "Well, I'm on odd terms with Sayaka right now, so I was just wondering if she said anything." <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> Hitomi's
0: like, "Well, like, sh- I'm rich cool. and perfect, and I stole Sayaka's man."
1: <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Marika's just like, "What?" And then like hears Kyoko mentally talking to her and is like. I'm sorry, who are you, me? And Kyoko's <laughs> like, hey, uh, Madoka, come with me. Like, fucks, why are you going to school? Like, after everything that happened, like, especially now that you know, like, the truth of everything, why are you going to school? There's no point. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there is literally no point, Madoka. It's it's not what you're meant to do. You are not meant to do this, and there is no point in you doing it. And it's just going to make you feel worse. So come with me instead. And Madoka's like, hmm, I don't know. And Kyoko's like, do you want to save Sayaka? And Madoka's like... <sighs> you sure this will work, and Kilka's like, "Come on, it's got to! Like, you, you are told, like, we're told that you're incredibly powerful, and you know, sci- like, the power of witches is 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 through Im- powerful emotions. So maybe you'd be able to reach her. Like, I'll protect you. Like, like, we can do this. Like, you don't have to come with me. Like, I'm not gonna force you. But like, I and I can't guarantee I'll, I I can protect you fully. But if you want to come watch me kill your best friend, let's do it." And she's like, maybe if, when I slice that witch in half, like, a Sayaka soul gem will just pop out. And it's like, oh, Kyoko, I don't t- I don't know if you actually believe that, or you're wanting to believe that, or you're just saying that because you want Madoka to believe that, but, oh, that's such a sad line. Um, uh, anyway, Madoka's like, okay, fine, I'll come with you. Hi, my name's Madoka. And, and, and Kyoko's like, pfft. <laughs> man, you're already cramping my style. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, is a nice little callback to the way Kyoko used to be when she didn't even know any of these people or know anything really about Magical Girl Mm. other than what she learned herself and whatever she knew before this series. Um, uh, And she's like, hey, by the way, Madoka, uh, some shit's going to go down in a few days. So, yeah, that's, that's fucking wild, huh? Madoka's like, what? What, what do you mean? Kyoko's like, yeah, well, Pergashnak is gonna happen. And Monika's like, well, well, Purgashnak? Well, Purgashnak. Big bad witch gonna be there, it gonna be sh- 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 Shit. It's gonna mm-hmm. be shit. It's gonna be fun. Uh, and then she's like, okay, let's go. And then they go inside uh, the labyrinth. And then as soon as they get inside, the doors shut. Uh, and Monica's like, all I do is trail behind other people. That's all I'm good for. But can I still trail behind you here, please? <laughs> and Kyoko's like, yeah. And, and and she's like, I guess I'm just a coward. Like, I guess that's just me. And then Kyoko's like, then why would you want to be a magical girl? And Marduka's like, why? And Kyoko's like, don't underestimate it. You like, don't underestimate the life you have, Monica. You get to eat food, you have a loving family, like, you have a normal life. Like, why would you give it all up for this? Like, if you even think about giving it up on something so rash and dumb, I will beat you the fuck up. Best girl. Like, I'll beat you up. Best girl. You bitch. <laughs> Best girl. Um, uh, like, wait and actually think more about this. Like, actually think about it. Um, cause this is actually fucking important. Um, anyway, doors shut behind them, they're locked inside. Oh shit, maybe Sayaka knows they're there, even though it's not Sayaka anymore, but whatever. Um, it's so easy. They go into this Sayaka. massive auditorium uh, where uh, Kyoko's like, oh, okay, let's do this. And Marduk like, Mario! Mario! <laughs> Mario! And is call- calling out to Sayaka. Uh, being like, "Hey, can you, can you, you're not like this. This isn't you. Come back, please, please, baby, come back. You can blame it all on me." Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not working. Nothing's really happening. Uh, uh, we then cut to Kyoko's point of view. Uh, with things, and Kyoko's essentially uh feeling. Go, almost going back on everything she said herself and set herself up to be, because she's realizing, like Sayaka, why are you being so stubborn? Like, come on, like, if if I knew you were gonna be this stubborn about it, like, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it like this. Um, and whilst she's also getting beaten up by the witch Sayaka, um, and then she sort of reflects on it on the pain. And sort of goes. This is just payment. This is just payback for the first time we met, isn't it? Because she's reflecting on her, on, on Sayaka, and reflecting on uh, how she knew her and how what Sayaka meant to her, and sort of like thinking more about like, hey, why am I doing this? Like, why do I, do I care? Like, why do I care? Like, what is going on here? Um, we cut back to Madoka, who's still trying to reach Sayaka. But nothing's working. It's just not working at all. Um, uh, we cut back to Kyoko. Um, basically, uh, when we cut to Madoka, it is external dialogue. We hear the fight very clearly. We hear um, Madoka almost being over overrun audio-wise by the, the battle itself. She's being drowned out. Yes, that pun is intentional. Um then we cut to Kyoko, who is an in monologue. A complete in a monologue. the the the, the fight is completely muffled in the background. We solely hear Kyoko because she's so focused and she's so determined and so solely focused on the goal of Sayaka. She's completely focused on it and on Sayaka herself. Um, and so we co- We hear Kyoko go. Man, uh, you're so stubborn. Like, we, like, I'm sorry. Like, I I should have done better to to teach you, to be more forceful with teaching you. I shouldn't have underestimated you. I should have... Reflecting more and more on, like, even in the short time that they knew each other, just whatever their relationship was, and Kyoko essentially realising that, hey you're actually worth it, Sayaka. Um, And we cut back to Madoka's point of view, and Madoka has been grabbed by the witch, and, oh, fuck, she's getting about to be really hurt. Um, And Kyoko cuts Madoka down, and Homura shows up and grabs Madoka, and Kyoko realizes what she's just said to herself, that Sayaka is worth it, and... Everything she said up to this point, everything she is, everything she was, saying magic should only be used for yourself. Like, using it on someone else is, is worthless. There is... It is not worth it, because it will only harm others. You need to use it solely for yourself. It is inherently selfish. And hot, and uh, Kyoko just realizes I was wrong. Like, sometimes there is someone worth using the magic on, and Sayaka is worth it to me. God, and you get my favorite and...
0: piece of dialogue when Kyoko's falling, like, from that scene.
1: Yep. I, I, ha- I have it written down Do word you, for word as Talia? well, because I fucking loved it. Um, and she cuts... A- as she's falling from cutting down Maruka, uh, you hear like Homura come to this decision in her mind, and she just says, God, please look at my life and let me have one happy dream for once. And she God. just hits the floor... And she has completely made up her mind. Homura has grabbed Madoka, pulled her to safety, and is like, "Come on, Kyoko, let's get out of here. Like, we need to, we need to get the fuck out of here." And Kyoko's like, "I fucked up. I shouldn't have brought her here. I shouldn't have done this. This was an entire mistake. Get Madoka out of here." Um, and then she essentially externalizes what she's been thinking to herself about. I was wrong. Like, I, I, I fucked up with Sayaka. Yeah, and. She says you and gotta now... protect
0: the thing that's the most important to you till the end. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't realize until
1: now that like the thing that was most important to me, I I turned out to be Sayaka. Yay. Um, and in a whirlwind of emotions, uh Kyoko grabs her hairpin, flicks her hair open, uh grabs her hairpin, uh kisses the jewel on it, and Explodes uh, in in essentially Sayaka's face and uh, sacrifices herself to save Marika and Homura and.
0: To be with Sayaka.
1: Absolutely so Sayaka just. Sayaka
0: won't be alone. <laughs>
1: be with Sayaka so Sayaka won't be alone because she. One of her final words is just on the lines of, uh, you don't have to be alone, Sayaka. Like, this life is alone, but you and I don't have to be alone. Um. And then we cut um, kind of rather abruptly outside to Homura sitting by herself in her apartment. Kyoko's no longer there, but Kyubei is. And Kyubei just comes up to Homura and says, listen, there's nothing you can do to stop me now. You, like, the only thing that was really going your way that would have helped you was having Kyoko on your side, and like, maybe you stood a chance, but hey, I got rid of Kyoko, so now she's no longer a problem, and there's nothing you can do. Madoka will be forced to become a magical girl, and you can't stop it, Homura. Yep, he said, Good. And then the episode ends. Yep, he
0: said, well, Pergus <laughs> knocked is coming, and you needed another person to help you fight it, and Homura says, no, yep. I'll fight it alone. <laughs> it's like, god damn. Yeah,
1: Homura's just like, bitch, I'm I don't care. I'm I'm not sacrificing Marika. Yep. Um. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. And yeah, Marca, good. So yeah.
0: Uh, did you want to say anything first before I dive into shit a little bit? Well,
1: I want to reflect more on the episode before I go off into the future because we might have some. I'm going to talk more about the episode
0: too. Yeah.
1: Okay. Good. Um. You. Sayaka and Kyoko are absolutely lesbian, Like, yeah, Sa- Sayaka's on. the
0: yes. bi-rep that we need, and, and Kyoko's uh, gay as shit. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
1: yep. It's it's like this is it, it is a a, a beautiful a, an absolutely beautiful story. Especially that final battle scene of like everything going on, the cinematography of it, like, I didn't mention it, but when we have the internal monologues of um, uh, of, of, of Homura uh, fighting, uh, we actually don't even see the fight, really. It's zoomed in kind of on her mind, and you mean every, not just the you audio muffled, but the outside is muffled, too, with this grey sort of uh, fog, because she's just so focused on reflecting on Sayaka, yeah. and on Sayaka in general. Mm. It's like... That shit's so obvious it hurts.
0: Yeah, and people people deny yeah. be fuck out of the fuck out of it. <laughs> like Uh it's a- it's actually amazing. It's it's really it's really amazing how how much how in denial people are. Um
1: so no no you don't get it spooky. Sayaka deserves to be with her prodigy boy. Yeah.
0: Kyosuke, the basically the background character <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's designed to look like just a background character gotta love him oh kioske is oh, yes. my favorite character And I mean he
1: like you say he's designed to be a background character but I wouldn't even go that far he's designed to be a plot point character well, and yeah that's all he i is. just i just mean like
0: design wise like you know the joke of like you can always tell who the main character is and you an can anime. always spot an anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he he looks like a not important character <laughs>
1: Um, which he's
0: important for plot, but yeah, (laughs) as a character, he's not very much, um, Mm. but yeah, so, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Sayaka's witch, about Octavia, um, Mm -hmm. uh, because like I, I mentioned it while we were recording, uh, now that we know witches are magical girls, you can like talk about their labyrinths a lot more, right? And uh, figure yep. out a bunch of things uh, with with them, uh, and like looking at Saikas, for example. There's like train tracks and like wheels because of the the situation that happened on the train. Of course, there's like an orchestra because she saved uh, her wish was to. So
1: much of her life was about yeah the, yeah her the, wish the her end.
0: wish was to let Kyosuke play music again, and like obviously there's like the armor because she was like the the. The Knight of Justice, you know, like the, the yeah. Knight in Shining Armor type character. But also, with the giant cape a, and the sword yeah, and everything. Yeah, but also, the labyrinth
1: is a gallery of trauma. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but also, she's a mermaid. And that's important <laughs> because that's when uh, we start getting into shit like uh, what the girls are kind of loosely based upon. And a, a, a loose influence for Saika's character is the original story of the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which uh, when when Madoka and Kyoko are standing in the alleyway. Yeah, um, there's a mermaid and a unicorn, isn't there? A mermaid there? and a unicorn, and that's that's Sayaka and Kyoko. Uh, so yeah, the Little Mermaid, because uh, in the original tale, because I'm sure a lot of people have seen the Disney film, but in the original the tale- The Disney
1: film is not the original tale, that's what's sudden that. Yeah, yeah. in the oh original God, tale, no.
0: she, the mermaid doesn't get the guy. The guy goes with the girl who he thought the- was the one who saved him mm-hmm. uh and the girl has the option of killing the guy to get her life in the sea back and ultimately chooses not to and instead ends up like essentially like sacrificing herself like letting herself die yeah, yeah. um and then with the unicorn um so there's a uh, german folklore for the unicorn is essentially just really quick uh it's it's a an a beast that's like uh very uh like wild and angry and it can only be tamed by a maiden hence Mm -hmm. sayaka which if you're looking at that and telling me that that isn't gay (laughs) yeah no like
1: also the the other thing that i just Remembered and really want to touch on a, a specific scene that happens in the the fight scene with Sayaka mm-hmm. is, is um uh when Kyoko has come to the realization of like I'm I'm sorry Sayaka, like like you're worth it uh to me you're worth it um we see a a, a essentially a a blue force representing Sayaka and the red force representing. Uh, Kyoko and vaguely shaped like them, yeah. uh, intertwine and form a a whirlpool that swirls together and mixes, and and Kyoko's figure sh- literally
0: kisses Sayaka on the head, <laughs> like whenever yep. it's still yep. in their yep. form. L- yeah yeah quite literally
1: and in in that in that thing and it's and it's like such a great representation of Kyoko like coming to terms with the fact that like not only is Sayaka worth it to her. But it's like I like Sayaka like doesn't have to go down alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Quite literally, like like I, I I want to be there for her. Yes. I, like she doesn't have to be alone in death. Yeah. She might have been alone in life, but in death she doesn't have to be alone it's so and I want good. to be there for her. It's <laughs> so good. Um
0: because uh, yeah, there are complaints and, people I've heard people complain before, like, well, why didn't Kyoko just kill Sayaka? And it's like, well, that's she tells you the reasoning. She doesn't want her to be alone because she cares yeah, about her. It, it, like, makes total sense. It, Actually, I would have been kind of mad if Kyoko had just been like, "Well, okay, I'm gonna kill Sayaka." You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. It,
1: it would have been because that would have turned Kyoko into just a a sort of wallowing, yeah, uh, depressed character. And it's like that's not Kyoko. Right. That's that's not her. She does not act out of uh, emotion. She acts out of uh, impulse and being selfish but in that one moment she realized that like she found the one person she wanted to be selfish for yeah. essentially. She's
2: way too stubborn to just be like yeah whatever
0: yeah and uh I also want to talk about Modica a little bit like herself um let's talk because, about Madoka. Yeah, so like up to this point right uh, because I know in, in, like, previous recordings and stuff, you've been like, well, kind of bland, you know? And um, I think these episodes do a really good job of showing of Madoka's role in it, and her role is, like, carrying the burden of everybody else. And I
1: love it. That's the thing to me, is, like, I I, I still haven't changed my mind in previous episodes about, like, like oh, yeah, in previous, Madoka is, is nothing. She's kind of a a clean slate in more ways than one. Um, but she is intentionally that... Like my, my thing was, like, I don't know if they intentionally made her like that or if it was just a weird oversight of, like, like, M- Madoka's not the focus, so we're not going to develop... Like, we're not going to work on Madoka. It's like, okay, no, they were smart. They actually did account for it. There is a reason she's like that. Yeah. Because Madoka's main focus in the story is to... Like... At the same time, this story is about Madoka and it also isn't about Madoka. The story affects Madoka and I feel like that's kind of the point. Mm. Um, she takes on all this grief. She takes on everything going around her. She puts herself down because she does not see herself actually doing anything in this story except following those around yeah. her. Um she doesn't see how she can make an impact and it's like the way she's making an impact currently is the fact that she is both the grounding to humanity for all the magical girls and also she is a constant reminder to them about well for majority of them why they're fighting yeah um like for 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 Homura there's the obvious reason of like well, she clearly has some sort of history with Madoka in some shape or form, but also it's, like, Madoka symbolises and represents this cataclysmic event that Homura knows is coming and knows that Madoka is in some part involved in and is, like, essentially day-to-day as things go by, Homura is focusing on Madoka and Mm -hmm. sort of... Acting purely so, upon that, yeah. Whereas you have like, oh, go ahead. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I was just gonna go with, with like, whereas Sayaka is like reflecting on the fact that she's constantly told that Madoka would be more powerful than her. Mar- uh. Oh, oh no. Oh, well. We'll just sit here. Sorry about oh, that. Ignore go. that. Okay, um, okay. So she, Sayaka's constantly reflecting on the fact that Madoka would be more powerful than her. She's constantly told by everyone that, hey, you are acting too impulsively. You're acting too brash. You're, uh, you're rushing into things. You're going to get yourself hurt. You're not powerful enough. You can't do this without help. You need to practice. You need to train. You need to get better. And Sayaka constantly, as the story develops, her relationship with Madoka evolves from... Sort of best friends going on a journey together to she almost borderline resents Madoka in a way, but then resents herself yeah. for even entertaining the thought more. of resenting Madoka yeah. <laughs> because it's like like the scene when Madoka's like, Can I come with you? and Sayaka's like, Why are you so nice to me? Yeah. Like, this you shouldn't be. It breaks Sayaka because her humanity has been. Severed essentially with like Hitomi and everything going on there, but then you have Madoka constantly showing up in her life to be there for her because Madoka just cares. Yeah, yeah. and Sayaka, like, Sayaka grows to like the fact that Madoka is like this for Sayaka in turn ends up accidentally fueling Sayaka to go nuclear essentially. Mm-hmm. because she turns it inward, and instead of accepting that Madoka cares about her, she uh, re- almost rejects it and doesn't understand it anymore, because she can't understand it, yeah. because everything else in humanity, in her humanity, has been severed. It has been completely cut off. It, it makes no sense to her anymore. She no longer relates to it, but Madoka is the one thing that doesn't sever. She just is constantly there and nothing Sayaka does gets rid of Madoka because she, every time she does try to think of something or say like, you're too nice to me. You shouldn't be too nice. It, it, she turns it inwards and go, why am I being like this to Madoka? Like my Madoka is like my best friend. She's right. like this. Like why? Like I'm awful for being like this to her. Like, and fueling herself further to you know, yeah. yeah,
0: and uh, so
1: become what she does, yeah. Like, even, which I, yeah, oh, I was hashtag say, going,
0: relatable going all the way back to mommy, uh, with mommy's death, uh, instantly you see you start to see Madoka like being the one to kind of show like carry all of the burdens. Uh, because mm. if you remember, like after mommy died, Sayaka like tried to brush it off like nothing happened, and Madoka's like, Can we talk mm-hmm. about this? And Sayaka's like, No, and Sayaka
1: compressed it and yes. and tried to just move past it yes. because she couldn't process yeah, it. Yeah, and
0: Madoka, you know, like, sat with that. And then you you go forward more uh, to Sayaka. And Sayaka, who's like, I can focus out the pain. It doesn't even hurt me anymore. And Madoka is crying and she's like, I know it hurts you because it hurts me to watch you. And yeah. that's, like, a whole thing. And then you look at Kyoko and it's like, it's, Madoka came along with her and that time she physically... Was hurt like physically had the burden. Uh, whenever yeah, Octavia she's never grabs been her. able to, yeah, and uh,
1: she's never been able to do anything on her own. And every time she's tried, either someone else yeah. has stood in and said you can't do this, well, or has had it ripped away from her, like what Madoka did. Yeah,
0: and like well, mm-hmm. and Kyoko is like, you know, I I'm going to bring you with me. I don't want you to get hurt. And then Madoka ultimately ends up getting grabbed by the witch. And is, like, saved or whatever. And then if you even look at it like, Yubei is literally like, yeah, like, if you want to save the universe, you can. So even the burden of the universe is on Madoka's shoulders mm. at this point. Mm. And really, the and... only character that Madoka isn't carrying the burden for currently is Homura. Because Homura is carrying Madoka's burden. And I love it. Because
1: that's the thing. <laughs> it's it's like, Homura knows that's what Madoka's role is. Homura yeah. knows exact knows deeply about Madoka. Knows, uh this is what madoka is like this is what her role is this is what she does this is how she interacts with those so in that case i cannot let her carry it for me because it will end up destroying me and if like in order to actually help madoka i need to shut her out in a way um which explains why partially why she's so cold and emotionless with Madoka in the beginning and still is until she breaks at certain points but I I also love like with Kyube saying to to Madoka like hey the, you could save the universe like like, uh, make a contract with me the fact that throughout various episodes where he's talking to Sayaka by himself as well he's like hey Sayaka you could save the universe you could do a, a world of good as a magical girl and Sayaka's like oh wow how and Kyube just every single time Contract? Essentially sidelines her and goes, "Oh, make Modica have a contract yep. with me." He's like, "Yeah, that's how you do it." And and it, it, like reinforcing in Sayaka that, "Hey, you're not important. You're not the one that that's yes. uh, that I, I that that's going to be able to do anything. That you're not strong enough to do anything." Modica is though. Yeah, and yeah. that's the
0: thing with Qberry. Right? Q B is a really interesting antagonist because he's not—he's not, mm. he's he's not evil. evil. Yeah, he's he's trying to do the better good for the universe. He just doesn't understand what he's, he's
1: doing. He's so zoomed out yeah. in the the grand scheme of things that he... Well, he it's on purpose. It's, it's like, he's so zoomed out in the grand scheme of things that he cannot and refuses to accept the actual small-scale damage it has on yeah. individuals. Yeah. Because to him, it's like, if I accept that and if I look at it from that perspective, billions upon trillions of people... Like lose out it's like I need to zoom out to the grand scale of things because like Modica six point nine billion people on this planet handful of people die so that they live essentially yeah and mm. can prosper like I like I can't zoom in and and care about those handful of people because the like the, the rewards of of doing this and making this sacrifice completely outweighs like yeah and- any anything you could argue yeah. with 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 the small scale of personal lives and, and Mordekai sort of is refuses to accept that. Yeah, and he um, he even
0: states while he's explaining this that he they would do this with his own race if they could but his race is incapable of feeling emotion so they can't mm-hmm. uh which I think is like he's literally like hey if we could do this ourselves we would but uh we can't sorry.
1: And I think Which I feel itself is kind of a um kind of a a, a slight misdirection of of a sort, because it's like, oh, well, clearly if we could do it with ourselves, we would, but we can't, because we can't feel emotions. It's like you developed the technology. Um, it's like, you clearly researched this in, in, in a varying capacity and, and tried to understand the power that it has. So it's like, I don't think you're really hung up, Kube, on the fact well, that it, you can't it's because become a magical girl.
2: It's because they're extremely logical, right? So like that was never an issue in the first place. They were just like, we need a power source. What works as a power source? Oh, this works as a power source. Shit, we don't have that. Okay, who does have that? Them. Let's go work with them. And they do. Yeah. They, yeah. And I quote unquote ask for consent every time. And just humans don't have the grasp of like what a miracle costs whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Uh, my, my, my thing is like that. I, un- I, I agree with that. My, my thing I would go further with is that. It is a convenience to Cuba um the concept of the 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 contract and the concept of uh hey, like we asked you this, like we we like this is these mm-hmm. are the terms, you get your miracle, like and in return you become a magical girl and you fight witches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: that's the thing, but right? He says things like it, he says things like, I don't understand what tricking is, and that's obviously a fucking lie. He literally tricks Kyoto yeah. and like the next That's why I jokingly call Q-Bay's yeah. people lawyers yeah. because
1: it's like I mean technically Q-Bay hasn't lied. What Q-Bay has done yeah. is but has has revealed the uh, the 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 foil of a um the the sort of um errors and and ways that a contract can be used to mislead and to completely uh guide someone on a path that they're not realizing because hey the magical girls don't really get written like the full contract like there's no written contract that's like here's your contract read it and come back to me it's like no Mm -hmm. kubei essentially tells them conveniently for him like it's it's like i'm not saying it from like he like kubei knows and is intentionally hiding it like because of like he's just so evil because mm-hmm. that's not true right. he's hiding it out of convenience because oh well, I don't have to think about it because it's like yeah. it doesn't matter if they know or not they'll sign it in the end Yeah, and and, um, and, and it'll get done it's just yeah. easier if I don't tell them Yeah, because it it'll be easier to sign them yeah, up yeah and
0: Qbae's mindset is like this is the thing that makes sense so why wouldn't they do it so like I'm just not going to tell exactly. them everything I'm just going to say hey become a magical girl fight these things grant you a wish yeah done
1: that's why i say it's a convenience yes, to cube yes. because it's like Q-Bay very much knows hey it'll elongate the the signing contract process if i just tell them literally everything it'll take forever to tell them everything and then i they have to go through the moral questioning in their head about whether they are up for it and are okay with it it's much quicker and more efficient to just tell them the the very small snippets that like Actually, they can see at first hand, and uh, g- give them the lure of the miracle, and go from there. And it's like that's that's why I I, I kept in my mind when when Kyube, uh was talking to like Martico and Sayaka and was like, "Man, you guys are taking forever." Like most girls just sign immediately. It's like yeah, because Cubey makes it that way. Cubey yes, finds either people mm-hmm. in situations where, like with. With mommy, it's like, yeah, mommy. Was it mommy who was in the car accident? Yes, yes it was homo, it's mommy. Um, okay, it was mommy uh, who was in a car accident. And it's like cube shows up. It's like, gee, I wonder what mommy's wish is going to be. Or like, like, like yeah. you're in such a precarious situation where it's like you're like they're obviously going to sign it. It's like cube, It's not out of any sort of emotional sense of evil. It's out of a pure. Uh, convenience of logic yes. and it's like, it's so convenient for q that q doesn't have to think about this q doesn't have to think about the, the impact it has on, on small people's lives because to him it doesn't matter right. to him, all that matters is getting the job done and getting these magical girls signed up, and that's like, the way to do that efficiently is to just not care and to actively obfuscate the role of magical girls and what magical girls are to those that he is trying to sign up. And that's why Cube is such a good villain. <laughs> yeah,
0: Cube is fantastic. He's a fantastic antagonist. Um, yeah.
1: Because if, if, like, if, like, like Homura, like, shot Kyubei and then Kyubei came back and was like, Mwahaha You thought you could kill me? I have multiple copies! There's no way you could kill me! I'm so evil! I would've been like, fucking seriously? Mm-hmm. Like, you have such a great villain, and you're going to just like pretend to drop the curtain, and oh, this is what he's really like. It's like no, like Q-Bay has been the same all along. Yes. Mm. Like ever since the beginning, Q-Bay has been cold, uh, logical, absolutely efficient, and ruthless without care. And that has shone through in so many different like glimpses and episodes, and then active like absolutely shatters the window, like, specifically at the point where he's just, like, says to Madoka, hey, if you ever want to... if you ever feel like dying for the universe, like, give me a call. Yeah, let me know. Like, I'll like, be waiting. outright just saying, like, since you know all of this now, like, I'm not going to bother being around, like, constantly hassling you, because, like, it, it's, it, it's not efficient uh, use of my time. So, just whenever you want to, just call me. Yep. And I'll be there. It's like, he is... That's why he's so good, and it's I like him. Yeah, he's
0: really good, and like the fact that because exactly like you said, it's not him changing; it's not his motivations changing. It's the girls finding things out, and I think that's really mm. important too. You know, it's not like Hubei's always been the same; he's always been a constant, and yeah. it's just been yeah. slow realizations that make him the antagonist, which is really interesting.
1: But uh, yeah, which is which is yeah, yeah. that's that's why it's so great because the antagonistic reveal isn't a twist. It's not a twist at all. It's a... It is a development yes. through story, and it's, like, a, a reflection of the fact that, hey, while Mad- Madoka goes through the story and learns about this new world and meets these new people and watches them suffer and die and feel horrible grief, like, we learn more about it, and Madoka learns about, like, the true intentions of of, of Kyubei and, like, what Kyubei actually is, and it's like, yeah, if you... Like it was there all along. Yeah, Like, it was always there, but a lot of it was obfuscated because we were seeing it from Madoka's point of view, which is why it's so good. You and had... And why Marica matters.
2: You had, like, predictions, by the way, as well? Yes. Yeah.
1: So, um... About halfway through... Uh, about halfway through episode nine, I believe, when Kyoko is like, um... Hey, uh... uh this is... Uh, uh, big bad thing's gonna happen, Madoka. Um... A uh, powerful witch is going to descend, and uh, shit's going to be fucked. It's going to be real fun. Let's fight it. Um, I, I I'm going to speculate wildly for a minute here, okay. um, and it's not going to be too wild because we've already introduced the concept of timelines. Right. Um, so I have two separate theories about what, while Pergus Nacht could be, okay. and okay. what. The entire twelve episodes actually is okay. Um, the first one is—I mean, they're, they're pretty similar. It's mainly just the minutia of what is what. Great. Right. Um, I have the feeling that um, the dissension of witches is either a mass release of of uh, grief seed witches by Q-Bay, either like. Essentially as like, a okay, now's time, Now's we need to uh, make Madoka a magical girl now, so... Um, Release the witches. We need to put her in a position where she'll be forced to do that, so uh, we know that Homura is going to fight the witches, and she can't fight them alone, there's no other magical girl left, so Madoka will be forced to sign the contract. And that's what we saw in the, f- in the first scene, which I want to call a flash-forward, but I don't want to call it a flash-forward... <laughs> Because I have this idea that that's what Mardaka's wish is. Like, Mardaka's miracle wish is because Kyubey has kind of accidentally, but also on purposely, put it into Mardaka's head that Mardaka could control... Like, Martika is so powerful with such a a strong sense of of, of life and justice that Madoka could be God and twist universe twist being metaphorical, but I also feel in a literal sense in that Madoka essentially not wants things to go back to normal or go back to the way that they were, but, um, essentially puts the reset, pushes the reset button and, uh, Uh, sets the balance back to zero. Sets things back to the way that... The way that they were in a sense that everyone is alive once more. um, And... Once the contract has been signed, um, things change in certain ways. But I also feel that's wrong in a certain way because I feel like instead of a mass release of Grief Seeds, it could also just be... Madoka herself um the dissension of which is the the powerful witch is Madoka mm-hmm. as a witch that was a very um,
0: popular theory <laughs> that's, like, that's that's something what I was that I like hear, thinking at first that's what I hear a lot like when I watch this with people because people normally are like oh episode 3 happens obviously they're gonna wish for mommy to come back to life the other thing that's another mm. thing that a lot of people like think
1: yeah, mm. that that's that's I I I like but okay, powerful like mm. real powerful witch, and I'm like, that feels like Monica. Yeah. And then as I was thinking about it more and more, I was like, this feels too obvious. though. Yeah, like I'm not gonna. It feels like I'm
0: not gonna confirm or deny, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just saying like it yeah, is yeah, Something
1: yeah. that I, a lot of people have thought. I I I'm just sort of saying yeah. like as as like Kyoko said like powerful witch like descending. I was like yeah, it feels like like the writers are like dropping breadcrumbs and, like, just dropped a massive loaf on the ground and was like, oh, oh, what's, oh, man, what's this? And it's like, are you trying to misdirect me? <laughs> um, It's like, it could be right, and, I mean, I'd be fine with it, but it's like, it, it feels like there could also be more to it, because, I mean, right. more is coming out as as the story develops, but I feel like... Every, it, it ha- everything the resolution and the final conflict has to do with the concept of a zero sum game it has to do with the fact that madoka uh has fully accepts that there is a balance in the universe and she instead of accepting Cube's, uh offer and becoming a magical girl to fulfill her role in sort of becoming the most powerful magical girl and then becoming the most power like, most wicked witch, and fulfilling her balance that way, she fulfills a balance in a different way, okay. and resets things to essentially kind of outplay Cubay in a way. Um, or, it could go the depressing route, and... Madoka realises that there is no other option that she can do, and she accepts the contract, in which case uh, the cycle begins again. Um, Madoka becomes a magical girl, uh, then becomes a witch, and then things progress in some sort of way. But the reason why I say that the, the first scene in the first episode isn't a flash-forward, it feels like a flashback, is it? F- that's why I sort of feel like Mataka's miracle wish has something to do with resetting the balance, because reflecting on that scene, now that we have the idea that Homura is um, not from this timeline, or at the very least, the, one of, the Homura that we see in certain scenes, because it's entirely possible that there are actually two Homuras right now, one from a different timeline and one that is the normal Homura that we know, I don't know if that's true, I haven't really thought about it, but it ran past my mind. I was like, huh, that would be interesting. It would be a a, a fairly uh, kind of shocking reveal to have uh, to sort of remind the audience about the the concept of the timelines and, and the cyclical nature of, of Magical Girls and the cyclical nature of the story itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sort of re- feel like that, that scene from the very first episode wasn't A dream that Madoka had, it was actually real, and the first episode is the start of the new timeline that we go through. Um, Is the start of Madoka resetting things back to zero. Mm -hmm. Um, How Homura came through uh, into this timeline, I don't know. Um, There's some possible way that I just don't know about yet, because I don't believe we've actually properly seen Homura Fight, so it might have something to do with that. Um, we've seen her fight small bits here and there, but not like actually, you know, properly fight and use right. some sort of big, like mummy with a gun, Sayaka with her swords, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it could have something to do with that, but it feels like this is Homura coming, not coming back, but coming through to the next timeline in order to try and stop this cycle. Stop the cycle of Madoka becoming a magical girl and and uh, wishing for things to go back to normal whilst continuing in that timeline, uh, creating the amount of energy that Kyubey uh, uh, wants, uh, whilst also then trying to protect Madoka as well at every step that she can, because every step that Homura is gone, she has tried to prevent Madoka becoming a magical girl, because if Madoka becomes a magical girl, Kyubei gets what he wants, and there is nothing they can do to stop it. It's like, that's the way things are. That's the way the cycle goes. Uh, Kyubei meets Madoka, Madoka becomes a magical girl, and everlasting energy, and the consequences some sort of consequences happen as a result of Madoka becoming a magical girl, and so Homura has made it her mission in this timeline to stop the cycle, either at her own request, or at the request of Madoka in the previous timeline, essentially being like, listen, I when things go to the next, and things reset, like, I'm not gonna remember anything, but there's we've found a way, like, you might be able to remember things and go through and stop this. Can you stop this, please? Um... So... Because it's an everlasting cycle of torture.
2: As I say, so then, do we want a vibe check? Just... How we doing?
1: Yeah, I... I... Because of the way it's going and the way it handled, uh, Kyoko, because I was worried with how they would treat Kyoko, if you remember the last podcast Mm -hmm, episode, mm -hmm. um... If you didn't listen to the commentary, I am very happy with the direction they took Kyoko. She wasn't annoying at all in any of these episodes. She uh, absolutely went down the right path of, um... Best girl. Essentially, mentorship uh, towards Sayaka but in the process of mentorship, not like, completely giving up who she is (laughs) but then reflecting on who she is in the end as she died um... But I'd, I'd say currently I feel like this is more of a 10 yes. now yeah, because of everything going and, like, the directions that it could go. Because, like, I have other thoughts in my head of where it could go, but I don't want to say them because they're, like, not fully fledged. And, like, if I say them out loud, probably, like, halfway through saying it, I'd be like, yeah, that makes no sense. Um, but it's, like, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I really, really do hope I'm right about it uh playing on the nature of 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 cycles and a zero sum game and Madoka being both the most important to Kyubey's plans but also the most sort of the one who because she's so powerful is also the one most dangerous to his plans because now that she like now in this timeline that she knows like in previous timelines it might be the same as well But now, in this timeline especially, that she knows more about what being a magical girl actually is and what the purpose is and the fact that they're just being exploited and used essentially as battery farms for Q-Bay and the universe is Madoka maybe in more of a position to actually stop it and uh, end the cycle or come to end the cycle and accept... That, the cycle is needed, mm-hmm. um, and without it, uh, the universe is filled with pain. Anyway, yeah, that's that's my thoughts.
0: Hell yeah, mm. uh, I give this a two out of ten. I hate it. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: yep, mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah. yeah,
0: Deer also hates it a lot.
1: Especially, oh, were we watching something? Britain. I
2: was playing uh,
1: horse racing. Yeah, yeah, we were watching Icky yep. <laughs> oh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky's favorite anime. Yep. Um, yeah, I now understand what you mean, Spooky, in the first episode where you're like, "Yeah, uh, the first episode of the podcast is going to be the shortest because I just look at the time and it's been a, nearly an hour and a half." Yeah, that, that's um,
2: literally why I was like,
1: "Do we want to vibe check?" It's, it's been a bit. <laughs> it's been a little so, bit. So, uh, anything else you'll want to talk about with this? Um, no, nope. everything Kyoko, I want to talk about forever. is in the last
2: episodes. Um, so,
1: hey, I.
0: People listening, uh, if you want to leave a comment, tell me if you prefer blue and red flavored lesbians or black and pink flavored lesbians. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what What's your fa- favorite lebsian? Tell us today. Yes. Um, also, don't forget to go around in to your next anime convention that you see and dress as Madoka the Joker. Fuck. Um, mhm <laughs> Okay, bye! Uh, bye. No, Goodbye, everybody. See you in the final episode of the TV show before we get to the third movie. Yeah. Um, will q go to jail? Who knows? Mm.
2: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.